0: Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hey guys, we're back again for the First and Fifteen podcast. This is the NEC West Review and my name's Alan Mead and I'm joined today by...
1: Hello, I am Jay Pitchford, Offensive Coordinator of the Manchester Titans flag football team.
2: And uh, Lee Kerrigan, defensive coordinator of Manchester Titans flag football team. Again,
0: slightly biased in this NFC, NEC, NEC West review, uh, but, you know, you get the best and that's, that's why we're here. So we're going to talk about game day one, uh, where we had a couple of uh, exciting fixtures being played. And, uh, and we'll take a look at the standings and look ahead to week two, which is coming up this Saturday. So, first of all, Jay, what was your game of the week?
1: <laughs> uh, my game of the week from week one would be the Manchester Titans reigning, defending uh, champions time. of the division uh, versus the storied rivalry of Manchester Crows. Um, I think that... I mean, we can talk about this now that, you know, that, that, that it's kind of all said and done, that our game plan was to shut down Liam. And uh, I think that we were successful in that game plan. Obviously, it meant that it left, uh, you know, another really good player, Phil Shanahan, their centre, the second best centre in Manchester, <laughs> uh, left him open to, to do his thing. Uh, yeah, I think he had three he touchdowns up, that day, didn't yeah, he? He put up some, some amazing numbers um i guess that that's that's kind of the price that we paid um and we had a, a dramatic late comeback for the victory
0: yeah uh so crows were up um middle of the second half up by 20 to 6 and um lee what do you think the turning point was
2: um i think in the second half titans defense Well, they didn't tight. Crows didn't score again in the second half, uh, which was, you know, I think one on a bent one on the the Titans changed their game plan and was shut down. But then also, I think, and I think if the Crows look at the game themselves, I think they probably got a little bit complacent, let's say. Um, They probably took their foot off the gas slightly. Hopefully, they agree with me. If not, apologies. No offense. Are you you implying they choked, like? (laughs) <laughs> you know a little putting bit putting words in Gmail a little bit you know um, you know, the, I think just quickly just to mention is the relationship between the Crows and Titans has massively improved in the last like three years oh, yeah. and um, we love I, well me personally I love playing the guys um, it's always a good battle regardless of what happens and then after we shared a beer um, at the field socially distant of course But I think, yeah, I think going back to what, sorry, waffling on, uh, I think the Titans' defence stopping them from scoring in the second half and then Manchester Titans' offence getting their game plan together and what they fundamentally wanted to do in the first half and just started ticking in the second half. And then that's what happened.
0: Yeah, like you said, the the defence really stepped up for the Titans because they, they forced three turnovers in the second half, which obviously shortens the field. Um, gets the momentum shifting back in the Titans' way. And, you know, the, the 31-20 score may be a little flattering to the Titans there. I think yeah, from I think that so. late Pitchford touchdown, they may have uh, been a bit uh, uh, cheeky there. late
1: Corrigan touchdown, actually. It was a, it was a late Pitchford XP.
0: OK. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a great game to play in. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun and I'm just really happy that we got the right result because we're only playing them once this year. And um, it meant that game
2: was, was, was super important for the division. Yeah. Which is a shame. I think if, well, me personally, I think you guys would probably agree if we could pick one team to play twice in this division, it would probably be the Crows. Yeah, definitely. Just because of the battle.
0: Yeah, I don't want to throw Lewis Phillips under the bus here because he did the schedules, but I've already. Oh, yeah, no disrespect. On the the podcast, Sorry, Lewis. I I did question why we were playing teams like Chorley and Oldham twice rather than teams like Warrington and the Crows twice, but, you know, it is what it is. uh, Iron
1: sharpens iron. It's always nice to play the best teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We just have to play the schedule that's out in front of us and, and, and do what we can. You know, at the end of the day, we're just happy to play football right now. Which you know, we could have missed another year, but we're not. We're playing football, so that's the most important thing. Um, there was another, there was two other game days going ahead that day. Um, the Warrington uh, were off, um, jumping out to a three and three zero start, top of the table, beating Shorley Bucks and their B team, the Rev Cogs, and also World Vikings. Um, all by pretty good scores, you know, putting up 40 points in, in pretty much all the games, 39 in one of them, 40 plus in the others. Um, so they've, they've obviously made a good start to the season. And the other games were being played at, was it Salford Stadium? It was Salford's Ground, wasn't it? Yeah, so, was, yeah. Yeah, it
1: was, yeah, it was um, the uh, Auto Park
0: on the turf there they the scorpions were playing the owls the and the titans b team made their debut into the league as
2: well yeah th- well that's you that's my game of the week if i get to pick one yeah. Uh with titans b versus older mouths
1: mm-hmm.
2: Um, obviously i wasn't there but hearing the stories from the guys and titans b and older pretty much scoring right the the death to take the go-ahead touchdown to take the victory i think you know it's it's a great victory for the team um, so i'm really pleased for them
0: yeah i mean for a new team to have two close games 32 27 and 40 to 34 over the scorpions that you know it's it's really good for them to see them come together like that as a team um we got two guys into the the team of the week you know warwick heifer scoring six touchdowns and daniel licks Uh, with three interceptions, uh, both making the first and 15 podcast team of the week. Completely unofficial, but still, we're going to take that credit. Uh, They had great, great game days to start off the season. And like I said, for them to to win those close games, usually you're looking at the veteran kind of teams pulling away in those tight games. And it was great to see, you know, our rookies really do well in in that. Um, The couple last couple of games we had in our home in the uh, crows home venue at burnage um the crows beat the bandits 52 19 and the titans beat the bandits 53 12 so um both titans and crows racking up the points against the bandits who uh, could possibly say they lost their heads a little bit yeah, yeah. i think
2: it was a, a shock, wasn't it? What well, for me, I think for all of us, especially playing Wigan in Dukes tournament and also uh high ball a few years ago, um, it was a bit of a shocker,
0: yeah, because they, they look a lot better organized at the Dukes tournament. We played them in the Royal Tour just a couple of weeks before, in fact, it was just the week before, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah, um, but again. Um, it's good for the, the Titans and Crows offences to, to be able to put some points upon the board and, and, and get things rolling that way. Um, looking ahead to week two, um, there's a few fixtures taking place um, with Titans hosting. So the Titans will be hosting uh, their B team, the Warrington Revolution, and Warrington's, Revol- Warrington's B team, the Rev Cogs. Uh, meanwhile the Chorley bucks will be hosting the crows and the scorpions and then the world Vikings will be hosting the bandits and the older Males. Uh Jay any of these games catch your uh, catch your eye
1: yeah there's a there's a couple I think that the the, the thing that I want to point out here is that the crows are, are, are the crows are going to be watching this game day as much as they're almost looking at their own because they're in a position now where they need one of the Titans, or they need both of the Titans and the Warrington Revolution to drop a game somewhere for them to get back into the reckoning for the yeah. division. So they're going to be looking at this this game day, you know, with as, with as, as concentrating on that as much as they are their own. Um, in terms of the games that I'm going to pick out, it is obviously going to be that Manchester Titans versus Warrington Revolution game because uh, this is for all intents and purposes what is going to seal the division um you know i think that i i don't think it's unfair to say that that they're two of the two of the three big teams in this division going into this year um you know i i, I don't think that that oldham or salford would 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 begrudge us saying that that you know that, that these are the teams that with the pre experience um and undefeated currently with Warrington putting up some really good numbers in their game day one. Um, you know, you beat the teams that are in front of you. They've beaten all three teams that they've played so far. So I think that will be the, the the game to look out for. Um, and, and I think that Crows would like us both to lose that game.
0: <laughs> if we could, if both teams could lose, yeah. that would be beneficial for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it literally is um, a, 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 t- a division title decider one, really, isn't it? Um, because if the Titans lose, Warrington obviously are then in the driving spot, but the Crows still would lose the head-to-head against the Titans. Um, so it, it, you know, and if the Titans win, then it doesn't look like there's going to be too much else that can really compete against them for the, for the season. So, you know, we, we're going to be in the third game of the league and we could almost have the division title wrapped up at, at the end of that third game. Mm-hmm. Um Lee, what do you think? Uh what 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 games look a little bit spicy from the other fixtures? Which ones are you catching your eye?
2: Um well I've I've already touched on the team, um, but I'm I'm really interested to see what um, Wigan bandits do next. Especially uh we're all Vikings versus Wigan Bandits that match up. Um hopefully you guys can help me out with names, but you know, I'm looking for Wigan, um, their slot receiver. Chris Crook, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm looking to see gonna move forward in this game. You know, he's a, a fantastic talent. Um, so I, I'd expect to see him have a big game. And then for Wirral, um is it Jamie Box? I think. Uh-huh. And um, I think you know, those two players um in that game should uh, should be interesting. So I'm intrigued to see how we can move forward and with a good opportunity for Wirl to really. Um, cement some sort of footholding in the division.
1: We're gonna have got to. We're gonna have got to set the tone now. You know, they, they lost their first two games. They they from their point of view, they, they've got to set the pace now. That they, they, they've got to put that behind them, uh, and all they've got to be concentrating on going forward is winning out the rest of the season. Right, that that that's what they've they've got to be thinking now. Is is how do we make sure that we don't drop any more games? Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna probably look at it that we've we've got the two hardest games of the season out of the way now. Let's just, you know, get back to playing the way we were playing before and um, you know work from there. I mean, as my focus as, as the quarterback for the Titans is is totally on the on the revs game right now because that will that'll be a big game for us. You know, they've got some good players in Jake Shaw and Jamie Linus. Um, and it's always fun playing against those guys. So the that that's the game that you know we've kind of got had circled since we you know we finished playing the the, yeah. the first game day, um, but I think the last game of the of the day, uh, which will probably be kicking off about half past five in the evening because of the the five games we'll be playing, um, Titans versus Titans B. What are you thinking, guys?
1: I think we're gonna smash them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I I, uh, I I think that it's it's gonna be um it's going to be interesting because we we train together right so we've seen their playbook they've seen our playbook there's certain tells that we know that they know that we know that they know that we know that they, know, that they know. <laughs> um, and i think that that you know that, that, that this is really going to come down to execution who yeah. can execute again fundamentals who can execute their fundamentals to the best of their abilities? And also, maybe there's going to be some tricky stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Who's, going to, who's going to throw out things between the two teams that the other team haven't seen?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's probably going to come down to the team that scores the most points, to be honest.
1: Wow. That's a bold <laughs> prediction. Bold <laughs> prediction. <Yeah.
0: laughs> no, it, it should be a good game. It will be a lot of fun. Um, I think... Again, the B team have probably had this one circled on their calendar as, as the one they really want to do well in. And, uh, you know, the start to the season has, has certainly given them a lot of confidence to go forward from there.
1: Yeah. I think as well, I think that, you know, we, we, we focus obviously biasly on the Titans and which means that we talk about the other Prem teams like the Crows and like Warrington revolution, um, but I think what's going to be really interesting after this is, is, is seeing how the league has then unfolded and seeing which of the teams from the, the, the guys like Wigan Bandits, like Oldham Owls, um, like Wirral Vikings um, and Salford and Chorley, who out of those those sort of uh, what would be the Div 1 teams from from seasons past, how they they sort themselves out and, and and you know how they're looking versus the rest of the league because we you know we talk about obviously th- th- those three prem teams a lot um but, it, you know, from their point of view, they've got to be looking at this as, like we kind of said um, on the previous podcast, they've got to see this as, like, how they're setting the bar for seasons going forward. Like, where are they stacking up versus the other teams um, in the division? And and, and and how are they going to move forward from this when we go back into a Prem and Div 1 split? How do they make sure that they're in that Prem bracket? And how do they make sure that they're competing against, um, you know, against the, the best teams? I think it's kind of like
0: when we're in the playoffs and we're playing uh, or we go up to Scotland and we play against some of the top HNC teams um, or we go across the King Bowl or Flaggy New Year, you know, times like that. When you're playing against um, top quality teams, international sides, teams that go around and play all the tournaments, I think you raise your game, you get better. You see how the other teams uh, react and play and it improves you as players. And I think... The benefit of this season will be for a lot of those Div 1 teams that you talked about, they'll be playing better quality opposition. So they'll be learning where, from from their playing, from their performances and from, from taking part and competing in this season. So, it you know, whereas I know some people have said, oh, this season's just a write-off, you know, because we're not playing playoffs, we're not playing other teams from other divisions. I think it will be a really good learning experience for some of those Div 1 teams.
2: Any final thoughts, Lee? Um, No, I think you guys have smashed it, to be honest. I was just sat here nodding my head. (laughs) That
0: that always comes over really well on an audio podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Okay, guys, then uh, we will play our fixtures on Saturday down at Burnage Rugby Club. And uh, obviously everyone's welcome to come down and watch us. And then uh, in the next couple of weeks, we'll uh, do a review and look forward to game day three. Thank you very much for tonight, guys. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies. <laughs>